I very quickly went from a complete stranger to it seemed like a lot of people were talking about me. Like, <laughs> like uh, several times I'd go up and be like, do you want a caricature? And they'd be like, oh, you're that you're that guy everybody's talking about. <laughs> From NCPR, welcome to Northwards. People, ideas, and conversations from and about Northern New York, Vermont, and beyond. I'm Mitch Tyke. Support for the Northwards podcast comes from Joe Steininger and Mary McDonald in support of the Adirondack Foundation, building stronger Adirondack communities. There are people in our lives who are good at a little bit of everything. We might call them jacks of all trades, renaissance men or renaissance women, or even polymaths. Or in the case of one guy from Willsboro, just call him Joe Ferris. Ferris is both a visual artist and a musician. He's also used his artistic skills working in a Plattsburgh nursing home and in advocating for a neighborhood performance space. But for the last couple of months, he's been on the road on a solo trek in his car across the country collecting experiences, meeting people, and sometimes drawing their pictures. More on that later. But the trip and Joe Ferris himself are a great story. And to hear about it, we reached Joe Ferris one recent morning before he hit the road to inch ever closer to returning to northern New York. Joe Ferris, great to make your acquaintance. My pleasure. Nice to be here. Well, and, and so where is here? Where, where are we reaching you as we're having this conversation? So right now I am in Nashville, Tennessee. And and so tell us the story of what got you to this point. Why are you, you I mean, you're from uh, Willsboro. Uh, why are you so far from home? So um, I was working a job in Plattsburgh, New York, and uh, I was living in Willsboro. And um, I did that job for four years. And it was a really nice job um, because I was able to use um, some of my uh, my passion for music, you know, I'm a, as well as being an artist, I'm a musician. So I was able to, uh, play music with the elderly at, uh, at the nursing home. Right. You were, you were playing, uh, you were playing for, uh, for the residents, right? Yep. Yep. Playing music for them. And, uh, and so that was a cool job, but, um, I did find that it got very repetitive. I felt like I was doing, you know, it's like at a certain point, like you want to be challenged. You want to, you know, keep meeting new obstacles within your work and your life. And I found that I wasn't having that experience. I was kind of uh, a bit on a hamster wheel going around and around. And um, so basically I got um, fed up and, you know, I, I did get a little depressed and I said, you know, I, I need I need to make a change. And so uh, art has been a long-term pursuit for me. And uh, it's also something I went to school for. And so I wanted to try out caricatures in different parts of the United States. Uh, let's let's flash back for just a second to to your time okay. at the at the nursing home. Uh, were the residents yeah. understanding? I mean, they they must have had their own like wanderlust and and understanding of your desire to uh, to to you know, light out into the territory, if you will. There was definitely some tears as I was leaving, and and uh, they were on both parts. You know, it wasn't easy for me to say goodbye to a lot of these folks that I had become really attached to. And, you know, I had 
definitely benefited uh, from from being close to them and them as well from me. Um, but uh, but I think there were also residents that wanted me to do what was best for me and wanted me to grow in whatever way I uh, I saw fit. There was actually a resident um, that gave me some inspiring words that uh, was kind of the leaping off point for me to uh, take this trip. Um, there was a resident named Doris, and uh, she was kind of my <clears throat> regular go-to, almost my my uh, my therapist at work. And and so I'd go in and chat with her, and she told me, if there's something you want to do, go out and do it. Don't wait. And uh, so she convinced me that no time like the present, so I went for it. Do, do you think of Doris while you're out in the world uh, doing these caricatures and, and going from place to place? I do think of her, and um, I think about how when I get back to the North Country, I'm going to visit her. So when did you leave? I left the day before Easter, so April, I think, 8th. And aside from uh, knowing that you're going to be drawing caricatures of folks around the country, what was your plan? Where where did you want to go? And, and you know, did you have thoughts about why you wanted to see the places you wanted to see? Yeah, it, it was it was definitely a mix. Like, uh, th- there were two main driving forces. One was just places that I wanted to go, you know, that I had heard about and just had an interest in. And then the other aspect was um, where where could I make money? Where could I uh, you know make some income and uh, draw caricatures to uh, to raise some money to put gas in the car and food you know food in my car as well. So the idea is to be able to do this without being the the proverbial starving artist. Exactly. I mean, th- there's definitely a. Uh, a romantic outlook on the idea of starving as an artist, but I think all artists really would rather not starve and would <laughs> rather do do what they like to do and uh, be able to live healthily. I bet. Well, so so where have you been so far? I'm going to try to name them all. <laughs> um, I, I think of, I think of the Johnny Cash song every time uh, somebody asks me. I've, I've been, I've been everywhere, man. Um, so I've been, okay, I started out Louisiana, New Orleans, um, and then uh, Texas, so Austin, Texas, as well as San Antonio, and then Colorado Springs, and then Denver, Colorado, and then Hermiston, Oregon, Salt Lake City, Utah, and then Bellingham, Washington. And then um, I decided to make the big leap to Alaska, but I drove through Canada to get to Alaska. Um, so I stayed stayed in the Yukon in Canada along the Alaskan hi- Highway. And then in Alaska, I was in Skagway, and then I spent most of my time in Juneau, the capital of Alaska, and then I came back and I went to um, Los Angeles, California, 
Do you want me to keep going? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm. This okay. is a, this this is the world's most interesting itinerary. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> then I went to uh, Los Angeles, California. I went to Hollywood. Uh, I went to Santa Monica, um, and then from there, I went to uh, the Grand Canyon in Arizona from the southern rim, and uh, I hiked into the Grand Canyon and camped out in there. And then I uh, I went to Las Vegas, um, and then I went to Amarillo, uh, Texas, and then I went to Nashville, Tennessee, where <laughs> which is where I am. So I I'm driving a small SUV. It's a Chevy Trax, mm-hmm. and uh, it's good on gas, but honestly, I'm jealous of every camper van that goes by. <laughs> that's that's uh, definitely something I could see happening in my future, um, because right now, when I sleep in the back of my car, which is the way I, I spend the majority of nights, um, my legs are straddling the passenger front seat as I, as I lay in the back. So it's, it's been a lot of nights like that. Um, you know, I've got food off to my left um, in, in large containers, and then I've got my bed, you know, on the other side. And I took, took the back seats out of the car, so it gave me a little more space. Um, but it's, it's a really tight fit. But I've definitely gotten closer, uh, closer to my car since <laughs> the beginning of the trip. You know, it's, it's kept me safe, so I appreciate that. Well, so I, I, I'm listening to these places, and some of them are obvious tourist destinations where I would imagine it, it might be easier to get people who, who want to have their, their caricatures drawn, places like Hollywood and, and uh, even maybe the Grand Canyon or, uh, or Juneau. Uh, but then you mentioned places like Bellingham, Washington and Hermiston, Oregon, and, uh, and I wonder, uh, you know, was it hard to find people in places that, that you could uh, ask, hey, do you want me to draw you? Yes. So, so I will say um, that a couple of those places, okay, so sometimes I stop because I'm exhausted and I can't keep driving um, because, like, I'm falling asleep on the road and I just, like, need a break. And that, that would be an example of Hermiston, Oregon. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, it was, it was an interesting place to visit because cause I knew nothing about it. And I was able to, like, go into a hole-in-the-wall uh, bar and restaurant just like order some onion rings and like just have like a very authentic experience and you know it's not set up for extreme tourism which makes it feel more real um which is enjoyable but uh but yeah it's like you know honestly in that situation I didn't even try doing caricatures because I allowed myself a moment um to just relax and and kind of take in the environment that's kind of been the yin and the yang of the trip is like hitting these high tourist destinations and, you know, more bucket list type places and doing caricatures and, and, and like usually is a very vibrant um, city scene. And then on the other side of the spectrum is, is, you know, hiking into the Grand Canyon and like, 
you know, having a degree of isolation and, and, you know, going out camping and, um, you know, reconnecting with, with forest and nature, which is, you know, more, more, uh, brings me back to the North country, uh, where I grew up. Well, what's the place that has surprised you the most? I would say it's Juneau. Yeah, I would say it's Juneau, Alaska. I had the most experiences there. Um, I got very, very quickly went from a complete stranger to it seemed like a lot of people were talking about me. Like, <laughs> like uh, several times I'd go up and be like, do you want a caricature? And they'd be like, oh, you're that, you're that guy everybody's talking about. <laughs> and, and I also had my first experience of crowd surfing, uh, though it was, it was in a venue that probably nobody had crowd surfed in the past. Um, I, I, I hit a, uh, karaoke night and I did a Weezer song, uh, Beverly Hills, which was ironic cause I was in Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> and, uh, at the end of the song, I, I jumped into the crowd and crowd surfed and, uh, it was, it was, Kind of a special moment for me because I'd always wanted to do that, but never, never gotten to. <laughs> uh, do, do you want to be the guy that everyone's talking about? I mean, when when you found out that uh, you know when you were asking folks in Juno uh, if you uh, could draw them, uh, and they said hey, you must be the guy that everybody's talking about, is, is that a good thing? It's it's a double edged sword, is what I've found really in my life. Is that I mean, you want to be known for good things and to be well liked you know and i definitely want that and i want to be seen in the world but but i i do notice that um with i don't know popularity or name recognition people people tend to knock you down too so so at the same time as i want to be known i'd like to be known in certain ways what do you what do you think you get from you know I, you, you have to when you go up to somebody and ask uh, if you can draw them uh, you must have to ask them a little bit about themselves to to try to capture who they are in this in this quick drawing what do you get from the time you spend with these total strangers yeah I I've uh, I've had a lot of. Uh you know, connections. That's, that's the thing that draws me to characters the most is that you get to connect with all these different people. And it's like, you don't have to follow the artist trope of like complete isolation inside a room at a drafting table. You get to be out in the world, meeting people, like seeing their faces and making friends and like, whether they follow you on Instagram or Facebook or, or, you know, you just, you know, just share that one single moment. It's it's special to be able to see the world like that. Um, and specifically when it comes to, you know, connecting and what I get out of these short-term, often short-term relationships is like, okay, one night in um, Los Angeles, um, I met a couple, like a, a guy and a girl who, who had been together for a while. And they were sitting and they were drinking wine outside a music venue and the music was going and, and they like gave me a glass of wine. So, <laughs> so I'm sitting there doing their caricature and I'm having a glass of wine with them. And, and, you know, they just, you know, you, you could tell that they were into each other and it's, it was just a special moment to be part of. 
And then, like, 15 minutes later, I'm doing a caricature of somebody else, and it's this young, you know, girl in her 20s, and she shares the story of um, the reason she's in California, Los Angeles, is because she had a sister, older sister, who moved out to California and who died in a car accident, uh, very tragically. And... I found myself really absorb her trauma, you know, as she talks to me. Um, it was, you know, I, and my brother lives out in Los Angeles, so it was even more um, impactful. But, but it's like that's what you get. It's like you get the you get the special romances. You're kind of like part of that for a second, and then you also get, you know, the the sad stories that people have experienced in their lives that have brought them to that moment. So. So you get the good with the bad, but either way, at least you're experiencing, you know, life and and connecting with the world. In a strange way, it sounds like almost being a a bartender with art. I agree. I think a bartender or a hairdresser or anyone who provides a service and like has that immediate connection. Wow. So listening to all the various places you have been, you're we're talking to you right now and you're in Nashville, which uh, is much further east. Are you on your way back home? I, I am headed in the home direction. Um, yeah, I've got I've got some more stops uh, be, before I get there. But um, yes, I am. I am winding down. Um, but I have learned some stuff that I will not forget. And honestly, I'm already excited to get out on the road again. Well, yeah, I was going to ask you uh, between uh, the the actual experiences and the the art that you've done. What do you hope you'll bring back to the North Country from from this journey? Well, I think I'm a better artist now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, it's like maybe I had drawn a thousand caricatures before leaving and now I've drawn like. 3,000 caricatures and uh, just just the experience and being in these pressure pressurized situations just, you know, makes you get better. Um, what else would li- I like to bring back? I would like to bring back perspective. Perspective that while the North Country is a wonderful place and a good place to live, it's not the only place. Uh, and we can also you know, explore and expand our horizons. And, and we've always got the North Country in the background that we can go back to and feel comfort and hopefully be with our families there. Do you feel like you're off of the hamster wheel now? Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's, that's something I'm, I'm proud of, is that I definitely recognize that I shook the hamster wheel. And even though I'm kind of in the less ingrained aspect of society in regards to work, I feel challenged and I feel motivated and I take every day as, as a new challenge. Well, Joe Ferris, it's been great getting to know you. Safe travels and much happiness on the road ahead. Thank you. Joe Ferris is a visual artist and a musician. In fact, we are hearing a little of the Green Beans, the band he started with his brother Vinny right now. 
Ferris is slowly making his way back from the cross-country trip he's been on since April. You can follow his adventures through his various social media streams, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. There are links at ncpr.org slash northwards. Once he gets back, Joe says he plans to continue his caricature work at parties and other events. I want you back. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Northwards. I'm Mitch Tyke. I hope you enjoyed our interview, and you can catch new content every Friday right here or wherever you get your podcasts. Find out more about Northwards and NCPR on our mobile app or at our website, ncpr.org. And while you're there, make a donation to support everything you hear on North Country Public Radio. Northwards is an NCPR podcast production. The show is written, edited, and produced by Mitch Tyke with digital production supervision by me, Ethan Shanty. Caitlin Kelly handles our social media, Bill Hanel is our digital director, and Doyle Dean is our production manager. Music is by the Wickmore Jazz Trio of Plattsburgh. To support this show and find more podcasts, visit ncpr.org. This is NCPR, North Country Public Radio.